Welcome to Stand Out in ELT. I'm Ola Kowalska and I'm the host of this extraordinary podcast. I wanted to bring you a platform where you hear from myself and other amazing and inspiring people who have created their success and stand out in ELT. People say that English language teaching is a saturated market, so it's absolutely crucial that you know how to stand out. And I'm going to teach you how to do it. And I'm going to inspire you to take action. So, welcome to this space. And I can't wait for you to stand out and build your legacy in ELT. Hey, gorgeous people. How are you? Hope you're doing well. Thank you so much for your lovely comments about my previous episode. It was a bit different from what I usually talk about, but I felt it was important to share um, a little bit of the raw reality of being a mom, because I know so many of you are Mom, so many of you are women, <laughs> so I think you can re- you you can relate. And yes, I have proof of that because so many of you said that uh, there were so many points that you had in common with my story. So thank you for all those messages. But today, back to <laughs> the usual content, um, lots of ideas, lots of juice for you, because I'm going to be talking to you about outsourcing. So it's an episode that you requested, and it's an episode that I feel like I'm now in a position to record, because I've been outsourcing. And um, it's not like I have a perfect formula or all the perfect answers for when you should, what you should and how you should outsource. But I can share my experience and the things that definitely helped me also as a neurodiverse person to um, work a little bit smarter. Um, So as you, if you heard, if you listen to my podcast about working smarter not harder you know that I mentioned some ideas for uh, outsourcing it there as well but today I wanted to dig a little bit deeper into that subject so I'm going to divide to divide it into those um, section mentioned in the um, title how what and when to outsource with some additional ideas at the end i also wanted to talk a little bit to you about why we think uh why generally outsourcing is so hard um and how to possibly tackle it or you know at least maybe you'll be able to relate and uh find some things to think about so Um, let's dig in and hope you find it useful. Please share all your aha moments with me because I love, love, love hearing all about them. So let's start with the when, okay? When to outsource. So I don't think it's going to be a surprise because if you're listening to this podcast, uh, I'm assuming that you're very much interested in outsourcing in your business at some point, maybe soon, maybe later, who knows, you have probably heard people say outsource as soon as possible or even outsource before you're ready. So I'm not going to tell you anything different. I want to tell you that um, you should be outsourcing as soon as you can. And we have a lot of blockages. We have a lot of limiting beliefs around um, outsourcing. So probably the main being 
money, the the sort of I can't afford to outsource thinking, but I'm going to try and convince you um, and show you how sort of detrimental it could be, um, that sort of thinking could be to your business and your progress. So basically, if you are saying that you cannot afford to outsource, so for example, pay for a... A virtual assistant, okay? You are saying that you don't have the money to make more money because that's what happens. Outsourcing is, um, the main benefit of outsourcing is that you free yourself of the tasks that do not bring in money but have to be done. Okay? So they are uh, very often, at least in my case, they are the tasks that are, you know, not very creative, they are not my zone of genius, I can do them, so they're easy, so it was also hard to outsource them them for that reason, but uh, they genuinely don't light me up, Um, and it was hard to justified outsourcing them for that reason, because they seemed so easy, however, when I realized that There is a certain uh, type of things, there is a certain, uh, there are certain like tasks in my business that are obvious that I'm good at and I cannot really give them to anybody else uh, that I should be focusing on because they are the ones that move the needle in my business. However, it doesn't mean that the others that are are being outsourced are not important. They are important, um, but they don't really cause anything, right? So I'm going to tell you all about that, uh, like sort of all those tasks. I'm going to give you ideas, uh, but I want you to think about it like that. The sooner you start getting used to the idea that outsourcing is going to move your business forward and is going to help you make progress, the better. So when it comes to answering the question when, it literally could be day one of your business. And I'm going to show you on a few examples how I have been doing that from day one in my business. Um, So on day one of my business, I outsourced uh, a lot of automations in my business. It doesn't mean hiring someone. Outsourcing also means investing in software. It um, means paying for some premium services because they saved my time or because I knew that my business deserves the best rather than having everything bootstrapped, okay? I know that we are, a lot of us are in that mentality of everybody has to hustle and everybody has to struggle at the uh, beginning so that then they can reap uh, the, like, like the, the effects of that hard work. Not necessarily, you know, it's a limiting belief in itself. I think that we should be making ourselves easier as soon as possible so I want you to pause and think if you're if you're if you're in that situation trying to tell yourself oh you know I can do it for now I can do it myself so I should probably just keep to that you know it's much more dangerous to think like that rather than risk and I'm making quote-unquote signs now um paying for some service because you will see from the very beginning that if 
you invest and you see the ease that um, that sort of investment comes with, whether it is like, for example, a calendar planning tool or whether it is, I don't know, Canva Pro with some more options and more graphics, um, it really makes a difference, right? So um, when? As soon as you can, okay? Um like bigger investment in investments in outsourcing obviously are going to come a little bit later and it should come with like um some it, it should be some sort of a logical progression that's absolutely natural okay but I, I don't want you to feel stuck and like I should be I should start to make money in order to invest in outsourcing no that doesn't work like that because I don't know if you heard about that concept but in order to become someone and in your case a uh, becoming a successful uh, entrepreneur, um, you need to start behaving like that person. And successful entrepreneurs have lots of sources of help and outsource a lot because they know that there is value in what they do. There is value in their how their brains work. There is value in um, their zone of genius and that they shouldn't be wasting time and energy and mental space on things that they're not good at. Okay, and I want to touch on this concept of creating space. I fully understood that concept uh, about a year ago. Um, we don't realize very often how important it is that, uh, or not how important, but how much of a mental burden certain tasks can be. So have you ever thought that there is this task that is quite annoying. So, for example, <laughs> I'm going to give you an example uh, from real life. I've been uh, I've been given a speeding ticket, and I was supposed to send a photocopy of my driving license. And I've been procrastinating the task, even though the task would take me about a minute and a half, because it's literally taking a photocopy with my three-in-one whatever machine I've got at home, putting it in, in an envelope, and on my way with my son to the nursery, putting it in the post box. Um, so nothing. But the mental workload that has built up around that uh, task has been a massive burden. So obviously it's not something I can outsource, but I wanted to give you an example of a task that was not a difficult task at all. But everything around it, so the baggage with which it came, created um, created that situation. Me being overwhelmed by the task. Also, yes, it's related to my ADHD. I tend to procrastinate tasks that are, you know, seemingly very easy but um, you know it just happens that's how my brain works and that's even more important and that's actually something that I heard in another in some sort of a podcast uh, that neurodiverse people should outsource in their business sooner than everybody else and I understand why that is now uh, for neurodiverse people it's also harder especially for people um, with ADHD it's harder to focus. It's harder to not distract yourself. So if you've got lots of millions of stupid little tasks that need to be done but are not that important and can be done by somebody else, then it's a no-brainer. We just have to give them to someone else. So when? As soon as possible. Now, today, tomorrow, okay? Now, what to outsource? So I'm going to give you a few examples of what I outsourced, but again, think of it, it just basically create a mental category of things that 
you definitely basically start with things that you don't like, but uh, and that can be done by other people and that you can teach other people how to do um, and make a list of those. Then make a list of things that you don't mind but could be done by other people and then make a list of things that for now you think that are impossible to give away because you think you're the only one who can do them. So in my category number one, so things that I absolutely hate and I know that people can do them for me, that's my invoices, okay? I've been trying to pretend that I can do my monthly bookkeeping. I can't. So now I've invested in a full bookkeeping and like taxes, finance, whatever service that I pay monthly for and somebody does it for me. Uh, The biggest problem there was convincing myself that, but it only takes an hour a month. But I'm coming back to the idea of how much mental load it was for me. It was really difficult to sit down. I literally procrastinated my invoices last week for five days because I couldn't. Um, Like nothing happened, but something could have, because that's that's what tends to happen with me. Um, Those tasks that are just absolutely not something that I want to be doing. So I'm super happy I outsourced that. Then there are tasks around like something that is not part of the creative process, but needs to be done. So for example, scheduling my and posting my content on social media, it has to be done. It's not part of the creative process. I've outsourced that. Another thing could be work around this podcast. So I love recording it. I love the creative work and writing the caption, the description, but everything else, everybody, somebody else uh, is now doing it for me. So it's, uh, it's an amazing feeling because the whole process of recording this podcast and other things that um, like kind of add to 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 it being an end product that you're listening to now takes me about 45 minutes a week. So, you know, may sound like not a lot of work, but it's actually quite a lot within in my busy week. So, and that's also, I wanted to mention that I don't do any sort of transcripts or I don't do much edits to my podcast. It's very spontaneous, actually. I don't know if I should be saying that. I don't know if that's professional, but here I am. (laughs) So that's outsourced now. Other things could include things like creating graphics. I know it's hard for you to think that, uh, oh, but how do I know that this person would create something that I like? And that's when I wanted to touch on a thing that I think is a big problem in us. Don't know if especially women, I have that problem, letting go of control and perfectionism. So basically it's convincing yourself that even if it's different to what you would do, it's absolutely okay. Uh, you can tell somebody, for example, a virtual assistant, that they could, uh, that they should use your color palette, that they should use your fonts. But still, the design does it matter that much? Especially if you don't like it. If you like it, then absolutely keep doing it. Absolutely fine. But if you don't like me, um, it might be worth considering letting go of that bit. Okay. So I want you to. Um, to 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 make that reflection. So things that you don't mind. So I, I probably don't mind making those graphics in Canva, but still, I don't really want to do that. I don't have to do that. So I think it's okay to uh, outsource that as well. 
And there are lots of other bits that are not, maybe not relevant to everybody that you can think of. The best way to think about those tasks is whenever you're doing something that is a repetitive task and you start noticing some patterns, just write it down. And now, there is a little trap because we tend to think, and it's something that is called knowledge bias, but also like we get used to doing tasks because they become habitual. And then they take us three minutes and we think, oh, I'm not going to outsource something that takes three minutes. It doesn't matter. If the task is not something that is make, that is moving the needle in your business, it can and should be outsourced when you can, all right? When you, when you, you know, decide to do that. So I want you to write down literally everything and anything. So for example, in my case, that's uh, my VA is going to be posting my content. Some of the content is being scheduled. So nobody does it manually, but reels, you cannot do that from um, an, a scheduling platform. So she's going to have to do it manually. It means copying the caption and the hashtags and stuff like that and copying my cover of the reel, which takes five minutes and it's not a difficult task. It doesn't matter. I don't want to be doing that. I don't want the mental load of that. So I've outsourced that as well. And I want you to have that same sort of pattern. Write down all the things that you do. And then there is the third category. Things that you don't think are um, to be outsourced, but who knows, might be in the future. So for example, at the moment, you might be running your uh, like so, sort of solo business and you don't think teaching could be outsourced, for example. But there are a lot of my clients who started as one-to-one teachers and then now they're in a position to hire teachers. And it's actually brilliant because that's a sign of growth. So I want you to keep this option open for yourself because uh, next time you think about it, maybe in a year, it might become available to you. You might reach your capacity as a teacher. So it might be an option for you to hire someone to do that for you. So write down everything, literally everything, teaching, preparing materials, whatever it is, whatever comes to your mind and just make that reflection. So am I ready to let go of that? Because very often that's the question. Is it, are you ready to let go of that? If not, fine, wait a bit. But Think if you can convince yourself that it's okay if somebody else does it, because then I will create the space to do things that are actually, actually priorities. Maybe it's your family. Maybe you will not spend time creating content for God knows how, God knows how long. Maybe you'll have um, like more time to actually um, market yourself rather than create those beautiful posts on Canva. When I hear teachers uh, spend an hour and a half creating one piece of content, I become suspicious. I don't want you to be spending that much time. So you either outsource it or you stop doing that for so long. Okay, deal? Um, so that's, that's my, that's, that's the three sort of lists and that's what to outsource. There are also other things that might not even come to mind now, such as, you know, any sort of admin task. So later on, it could be, 
um, like answering emails. It could be uh, editing videos. That's something that I used to do. Like uh, I used to record videos and then um, edit them. But oh my God, it was so painful. I wish I had someone to do it for me. Or copywriting. Okay. I'm also working with a copywriter now. And it's, and it's amazing to have someone to actually come up with words that work. Uh, because it's not like I can't speak, but professionals do it better. So that's something that you might want to consider in the future. Okay. Um, remember that outsourcing doesn't only mean um, like paying for for little jobs. It could still be paying for a service um, in something. So any sort of automations in your business, like uh, emails being sent in a sequence automatically, that's that could be an investment. So I have my system, Kartra, that does this all automatically. So it doesn't mean that I send the email the minute I sent it, um, the minute I write the email the minute I sent it. Uh, I usually write it way in advance and schedule it. And it allows me that platform allows me to do it because it's it's basically it's functionality right so think of those things as well then um, any sort of lesson planning outsourcing could also mean that you actually buy ready-made materials whoa right we don't think about it as outsourcing but it is outsourcing you don't have to be doing everything from scratch and you don't have to be doing you don't have to be reinventing the wheel all the time okay if there are good ready made materials why not outsource okay so that's your what now how so this is why this is how uh, this is you know a little bit of the talk about limiting beliefs around outsourcing so i want you to have a reflection around your letting go around your perfectionism where are you holding yourself back okay where are you not prioritizing enough where are you not thinking about making progress where are you thinking that oh i can't afford it so i'm not going to invest in it i hope you understand that if you can't invest in it then you're never going to make that progress because suddenly you're not going to have more time okay um you have to make that time for yourself. And sometimes it means paying for time. Time is actually the mo- one of the most valuable resources and I'm happy to pay for time. And I'm going to give you the alter- those alternative ways in which I pay for my time, literally pay for my time because I value it, okay? I want you to understand that you are a unique human being who has a unique set of skills. So by doing tasks that are not within that uniqueness and uh, things that are completely like, you, you know, just the specific fantastic things that you are great at, you are shooting yourself in the foot. Okay. So this is your how. Re-imagining, re- having a reflection around your limiting beliefs. Then obviously there are um, logistics around um, around how to how to outsource. So when it comes to automations and tools, you would just invest. Do your research. Ask in your groups of friends. What do you guys outsource at this stage of the business? What do you pay for? What do you use 
as uh, that makes your life so much easier. So a lot of people say a calendar scheduling tool. A lot of people say like a Zoom subscription. A lot of people say like an email marketing tool. A lot of people say like Canva Pro or um, um, or whatever else, like the all-in-one platform, like my platform, Kartra, or whatever it is um, that you might do. Do your research. Number two, when it comes to hiring teachers or hiring help with uh, admin tasks like a virtual assistant again it all comes down to research I want you to ask your friends other teachers I want you to ask in our um, community of ELTpreneurs if you're in um, who who is already outsourcing and um, where did they find that help because that's the best way you're not going to suddenly find someone completely random and hire them because it's it's hard it's much easier if you have some recommendations so I would probably look there then if you're already at that stage of being ready to hire someone have a list of things that you know you know that the categories of things that you're not good at and you cannot outsource, you don't mind and you cannot outsource, uh, then it's so much easier to train that person up to do those things for you. So the sooner you start making those lists of things that those people, that the the potential person can do, the better for you, basically. Because now I have a list of how my for example, my podcast should be processed and it, a lot of steps, but it makes it easy for me to train uh, the VA on how to do that. Okay. So this is your how. Finally, the additional bit is I want you to think about outsourcing in a creative way. Think of hiring a food subscription uh, service. I've got a food subscription service and it's fantastic. I don't really like cooking. I choose my recipes. They send me the perfect amount of food um, and they, and that's it. I just cook it. 20 minutes, done, food, great food, by the way. Uh, it's called HelloFresh and I really love it. And it's it's not the most, the cheapest thing, but I think I would have spent that money otherwise on, uh, you know, uh, ingredients for my dinner. So it's it just makes my life easy. And I hate all sorts of meal prep and like cooking in general. So blah. Another thing, cleaning at home, right? That's outsourcing in your business as well. If you could save two hours a week on cleaning and do something in your business instead, go for it. If you can afford it, go for it. That's my next step, by the way, in my life. Another thing, childcare, right? I pay for my time. That's what I wanted to say. Uh, the fact that my son is in a nursery, by the way, it's a fantastic one. It's a, it's a forest school. So she, he literally adores being there. So he thrives and I buy my time or my husband as well, obviously buys his time. Um, it's, a, it's a choice, it's a wonderful choice and I'd rather have less money but more time now in the crucial stage of my business when it's being uh, built, it's flourishing, it's, 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 it's really important that I'm focused on it um, because this is making it, because this is my decision on how I want to uh, do things now for the better future of our family. And it doesn't mean that, you know, I work on my business all day and my, my son is like, you know, forgotten absolutely not I know that there are lots of thoughts like that especially among uh, parents and you might feel some guilt around that but um, 
you are and your desires and your business is as important as uh, anything else in your life, including your kids and your partner. So I want you to think about that that, uh, as well. It doesn't have to be, you know, nursery or whatever every day of the week and full time. But if you can invest in even four hours or of additional childcare, um, where you could do something that matters in your business, that literally could be a game changer for you. Okay. So these are some additional ways, but be creative in your own head and think of other ways of how you could outsource. Do it. It's going to be worth it. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to definitely make a difference for you. You know, outsourcing also mean, means saving time on things that are, um, that would otherwise take you ages to figure out. So think of things like um, hiring a professional for a consultation. So for example, I paid for a consultation um, on social media in December. Great. It gave me so much direction and otherwise I would have spent months coming up with those, those ideas. So if you want to invest in an hour with a, with a professional, do it. If you want to invest in more than an hour... <laughs> for example, with me, um, that's also outsourcing, okay? Because a lot of people think that they should be figuring things out um, on their own and that's how everybody becomes successful because they are just, you know, money savvy and they save as much as possible. Not really, not really. All the successful people I know, they they made usually scary investments at the beginning that accelerated their progress and basically it's not that it's not um it's not saying that you cannot do it yourself but i literally heard it as an argument from a few of my one-to-one clients that i know i can do it myself i don't want to and that's literally the essence of outsourcing or for example investing in business coaching it is that it's accelerating your progress and making all you've got, all that potential, all the skills, all the knowledge that you already have, all that social media presence into something bigger, better and faster. Okay. So I want you to, so so again, it might be a creative way of thinking about outsourcing, but to me, that's, that's that. Okay. When I look at the list of things I pay for monthly in my business, they are all expenses and outsourcing, um, items in my business that help me run my business okay so that includes business coaching that includes food subscriptions that includes cleaning in my house that includes a VA and that includes my automation systems okay so it's all a whole okay and again I want you to think about it in that same way if that's something that interests you by the way uh, any sort of um, if, if you'd be interested in in working with me, um, please get in touch because I've been talking about it in my social media. I do have some openings at the moment for my 12-week one-to-one program. So if it's something that might be of interest to you, especially if you're trying and have been trying for a while to figure things out on your own, I would love to talk to you about it. So you can book your completely free consultation with me, a discovery call. I'm going to leave a link in the description of this episode and I would love to chat and connect with you uh, because who knows maybe it's it's something that you uh, that you need and it's something that I offer at the moment so I would love 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 
to help. Uh, by the way, most of my clients are busy women. Some are, of them are moms who just know that they cannot afford not to have help, okay, of any sort, okay, because their time with their children is too precious or the time with the children doesn't leave them much time for anything else, right? So it's important to make your life easier, okay? So I hope this was useful. I hope this was food for thought. Uh, let me know your aha moments. Let me know how uh, this landed for you. I love, love, love hearing all your uh, reflections. And please, if you could share this episode with your teacher friends, um, I would be so grateful uh, because it means the world to me. And also it means that it can reach more people and more people um, can learn from it. The podcast is totally free. So there is just so much um, I want to share and keep sharing with the teachers and helping them build sustainable businesses that thrive and make lots of progress so they can be happy, their students can be happy and it's like, you know, and everybody everybody literally benefits from it. Uh, so thank you so much for being here today and I'll see you again next week. Bye. Being a teacher is your superpower. You know how to do it. But developing a business mindset and business skills can be tricky. So if you're a bit lost or maybe fed up with figuring it all out on your own, don't worry. I've created this podcast and other free resources to help you. Follow me on Instagram for a daily dose of education, energy, motivation and fun. If you're interested in working with me, please get in touch and I'll be very happy to tell you about ways of working with me. Don't be a stranger, say hello from time to time on social media. I love getting to know you better. You're my ELT tribe. And for now, bye and until next time.